This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Are you longing to go on a journey to discover your identity and purpose? Stay tuned to hear more about how Natasha Sistrunk Robinson's book, A Sojourner's Truth, can help you do just that. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Akemeni Uwen. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Joshua chapter 6, verse 15, through Joshua chapter 7. On the seventh day they were up at the crack of dawn and marched around the city as before. Only this time they marched around it seven times. The seventh time around the priests blew the ram's horns. And Joshua told the army, Give the battle cry, for the Lord is handing the city over to you. The city and all that is in it must be set apart for the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house will live, because she hid the spies we sent. But be careful when you are setting apart the riches for God. If you take any of it, then you will make the Israelite camp subject to annihilation and cause a disaster. All the silver and gold, as well as bronze and iron items, belong to the Lord. They must go into the Lord's treasury. The ram's horn sounded, and when the army heard the signal, they gave a loud battle cry. The wall collapsed, and the warriors charged straight ahead into the city and captured it. They annihilated with the sword everything that breathed in the city, including men and women, young and old, as well as cattle, sheep, and donkeys. Joshua told the two men who had spied on the land, Enter the prostitute's house and bring out the woman and all who belong to her as you promised her. So the young spies went and brought out Rahab, her father, mother, brothers, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her whole family and took them to a place outside the Israelite camp. But they burned the city and all that was in it except for the silver, gold, and bronze, and iron items they put in the treasury of the Lord's house. Yet Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute, her father's family, and all who belonged to her. She lives in Israel to this very day because she hid the messengers Joshua sent to spy on Jericho. At that time, Joshua made this solemn declaration. 
the man who attempts to rebuild this city of Jericho, will stand condemned before the Lord. He will lose his firstborn son when he lays its foundations and his youngest son when he erects its gates. The Lord was with Joshua, and he became famous throughout the land. Chapter 7 Achan sins and is punished. But the Israelites disobeyed the command about the city's riches. Achan, son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, from the tribe of Judah, stole some of the riches. The Lord was furious with the Israelites. Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is located near Beth-Avon, east of Bethel, and instructed them, Go up and spy on the land. So the men went up and spied on Ai. They returned and reported to Joshua, Don't send the whole army. About two or three thousand men are adequate to defeat Ai. Don't tire out the whole army, for Ai is small. So about three thousand men went up, but they fled from the men of Ai. The men of Ai killed about thirty-six of them and chased them from the front of the city gate all the way to the fishers and defeated them on the steep slope. The people's courage melted away like water. Joshua tore his clothes. He and the leaders of Israel lay face down on the ground before the ark of the Lord until evening and threw dirt on their heads. Joshua prayed, O sovereign Lord, why did you bring these people across the Jordan to hand us over to the Amorites so they could destroy us? If only we had been satisfied to live on the other side of the Jordan. O Lord, what can I say now that Israel has retreated before its enemies? When the Canaanites and all who live in the land heard about this, they will turn against us and destroy the very memory of us from the earth. What will you do to protect your great reputation? The Lord responded to Joshua, Get up. Why are you lying there face down? Israel has sinned. They have violated my covenantal commandment. They have taken some of the riches. They have stolen them and deceitfully put them among their own possessions. The Israelites are unable to stand before their enemies. They retreat because they have become subject to annihilation. I will no longer be with you unless you destroy what has contaminated you. Get up. Ritually consecrate the people and tell them this. Ritually consecrate yourselves for tomorrow, because this is what the Lord God of Israel has said. You are contaminated, O Israel. You will not be able to stand before your enemies until you remove what is contaminating you. In the morning, you must approach in tribal order. The tribe the Lord selects must approach by clans. The clan the Lord selects must approach by families. The family the Lord selects must approach man by man. The one caught with the riches must be burned up along with all who belong to him. Because he violated the Lord's covenant and did such a disgraceful thing in Israel. Bright and early the next morning, Joshua made Israel approach in tribal order, and the tribe of Judah was selected. He then made the clans of Judah approach, and the clan of the Zerites was selected. He made the clan of the Zerites approach, and Zabdi was selected. He then made Zabdi's family approach man by man, and Achan, son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, from the tribe of Judah, was selected. So Joshua said to Achan, My son, honor the Lord God of Israel and give him praise. Tell me what you did. Don't hide anything from me. Achan told Joshua, It is true. I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel in this way. I saw among the goods we seized a nice robe from Babylon, 
200 silver pieces and a bar of gold weighing 50 shekels. I wanted them, so I took them. They are hidden in the ground, right in the middle of my tent, with the silver underneath. Joshua sent messengers who ran to the tent. The things were hidden right in his tent, with the silver underneath. They took it all from the middle of the tent, brought it to Joshua and all the Israelites, and placed it before the Lord. Then Joshua and all Israel took Achan, son of Zerah, along with the silver, the robe, the bar of gold, his sons, daughters, oxen, donkeys, sheep, tent, and all that belonged to him, and brought them up to the valley of disaster. Joshua said, Why have you brought disaster on us? The Lord will bring disaster on you today. All Israel stoned him to death. They also stoned and burned the others. Then they erected over him a large pile of stones. It remains to this very day. And the Lord's anger subsided. So that place is called the Valley of Disaster to this very day. Psalm 66. For the music director, a song, a psalm. Shout out praise to God, all the earth. Sing praises about the majesty of his reputation. Give him the honor he deserves. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Because of your great power, your enemies cower in fear before you. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. Selah. Come and witness God's exploits. His acts on behalf of people are awesome. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. Let us rejoice in him there. He rules by his power forever. He watches the nations. Stubborn rebels should not exalt themselves. Selah. Praise our God, you nations. Loudly proclaim his praise. He preserves our lives and does not allow our feet to slip. For you, O God, tested us. You purified us like refined silver. You led us into a trap. You caused us to suffer. You allowed men to ride over our heads. We passed through fire and water, but you brought us out into a wide open place. I will enter your temple with burnt sacrifices. I will fulfill the vows I made to you, which my lips uttered, and my mouth spoke when I was in trouble. I will offer up to you fattened animals as burnt sacrifices, along with the smell of sacrificial rams. I will offer cattle and goats. Selah. Come, listen, all you who are loyal to God. I will declare what he has done for me. I cried out to him for help and praised him with my tongue. If I had harbored sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. However, God heard. He listened to my prayer. God deserves praise, for he did not reject my prayer or abandon his love for me. Psalm 108, a song, a psalm of David. I am determined, O God, I will sing and praise you with my whole heart. Awake, O stringed instrument and harp, I will wake up at dawn. I will give you thanks before the nations, O Lord. I will sing praises to you before foreigners, for your loyal love extends beyond the sky, and your faithfulness reaches the clouds. Rise up above the sky, O God. May your splendor cover the whole earth. 
Deliver by your power and answer me, so that the ones you love may be safe. God has spoken in his sanctuary. I will triumph. I will parcel out Shechem, the valley of Sukkoth. I will measure off. Gilead belongs to me, as does Manasseh. Ephraim is my helmet. Judah, my royal scepter. Moab is my wash basin. I will make Edom serve me. I will shout in triumph over Philistia. Who will lead me into the fortified city? Who will bring me to Edom? Have you not rejected us, O God? O God, you do not go into battle with our armies. Give us help against the enemy, for any help men might offer is futile. By God's power, we will conquer. He will trample down our enemies. New Testament reading, Mark chapter 8, verse 31, through Mark chapter 9, verse 13. First prediction of Jesus' death and resurrection. Then Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests and experts in the law, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He spoke openly about this, so Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But after turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are not setting your mind on God's interests, but on man's. Following Jesus. Then Jesus called the crowd along with his disciples and said to them, If anyone wants to become my follower, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life because of me, and because of the gospel will save it. For what benefit is it for a person to gain the whole world, yet forfeit his life? What can a person give in exchange for his life? For if anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in glory of his Father with the holy angels. And he said to them, I tell you the truth. There are some standing here who will not experience death before they see the kingdom of God come with power. The Transfiguration Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John and led them alone up a high mountain privately. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became radiantly white, more so than any launderer in the world could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared before them along with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. So Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. For they were afraid, and he did not know what to say. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came from the cloud. This is my one dear son. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore except Jesus. As they were coming down from the mountain, he gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. They kept the statement to themselves, discussing what this rising from the dead meant. Then they asked him, Why do the experts in the law say that Elijah must come first? He said to them, Elijah does indeed come first and restores all things. And why is it written that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be despised? But I tell you that Elijah has certainly come, and they did to him whatever they wanted. 
just as it is written about him. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy, holy, holy God. Lord God, we often read through passages of Scripture and we struggle at times. We are overwhelmed by your holiness, by your seriousness about sin, about the ways in which you call us to live according to your commandments and instructions as a way of saying and showing that we love you. For your word reminds us to love God is to obey your commands. And when we see these passages of the ways in which greed and disobedience corrupt our hearts, we come before you, Lord God, and we ask that you would grant to us a clean heart, that you would give us the mind of Christ, that you would purify us from the inside out, that indeed you have called us to be holy as you are holy, O God. And we thank you, thank you, thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. Because there is no way in and of ourselves we can satisfy your commands in our own strength. But we thank you, O God, that the Lord Jesus Christ, where we went the wrong way, he went the right way. Where we failed, he succeeded. Where we disobeyed, he obeyed. And we thank you for the impartation of Christ in righteousness to us right now. We thank you for this glorious exchange. And so we don't have to live in fear of annihilation. We don't have to live in fear of bearing the full consequences and weight of our sins against you because that has been satisfied on the cross. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. And God, we thank you today for the ways in which by your grace and by your mercy, O oh Lord, you have called a people unto yourself and you, you told uh, your disciples, Jesus, about the serious work that you had to do on our behalf. And they couldn't believe it. Even when you told them directly uh, not to share things until, until you rose again, until you rose from the death, from the dead, and they were still puzzled amongst themselves. What does he mean by the exact words that you said? And even today, like your disciples then, we struggle with the things that you tell us directly. God, would you grant us faith to be able to hear you and to obey you and to believe you today, O oh God? We thank you, O oh God, that your promises are yes and amen, that your word is true, and what you say will come to pass will come to pass. We thank you that a part of that, a part of that promise is that we will be with you. A part of that promise is that we will be resurrected into new and eternal life forevermore. That a part of that promise that because you are holy, we have been made holy in you. That a part of those promises is that you are our God and you will never leave us or forsake us. And so this brings us great comfort today. Even after walking through difficult passages, we are reminded of the glorious, glorious hope and rescue that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, O God, for your promises and faithfulness to us. It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. A Sojourner's Truth tells the journey of Natasha Sistrunk Robinson as she embraces her calling as a speaker, mentor, and thought leader. Intertwined with her story is the story of Moses, who was also a leader born into a marginalized group of people. Throughout this book, Natasha highlights character and leadership development 
bridge building across ethnic, socioeconomic, and gender lines and how our allegiance to Christ matters in our daily living. Get your copy of A Sojourner's Truth today at ivypress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.